0: Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula, copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula. And they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. Hi, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Maria. And today I want to talk all about making sure that your business is profitable when you start hiring and when you start having a team because a lot of us if you are new in business um, if you're a new full-time person or you just started in business this is how the structure of a lot of people go especially if you're in the service-based industry you start as a freelancer right you start getting more projects more projects you're gaining momentum and you're like okay I can hire someone on my team most of us start with a VA so they help us with admin tasks right help us um get some time back and then we're like you know what I think I'm ready to hire someone on to help me with my actual client projects but you have to be careful because sometimes you may still be pricing at your freelancer rate or maybe you estimate how much time this person's going to take and you add a little bit more on top But in the grand scheme of things, it may not be as profitable as it once was when you were doing it all yourself. Because when you start hiring a team, when you start adding people to your roster, you're going to have a lot more expenses that you really need to think about. So I'm going to give you a little rundown on what you need to do if you found yourself in that situation, When when you found yourself making an amazing amount of revenue, but then you look back on your books and you're like, where did all of my money go? Like what is happening? What is wrong? Now I'm sure, I'm sure at the end of every month, most of us do this. I mean, we got to do it right to be, to ensure to be profitable we at least, you know, calculate our monthly revenue and you, we calculate our monthly expenses, right? How much did we expense on onto the different programs we used? How much did we expense on our business card for client meetings? How much did we expense to pay a contractor? On a monthly level, I feel like it's almost self-explanatory, right? To kind of relook at those finances to make sure that you're on track, that you're profiting on a monthly basis, But do you check your project profit? Now, yes, before a project starts, we have to write a proposal where we estimate how much time everything's going to take us. We project, you know, we're going to pay this person this much, this person that much, all of the things. But do you go back after a project is finished and do you do an analysis on how well it went? Was there anything that you need to improve for next time? Were it was your estimated um, prices correct? Did you calculate for taxes? Did you allocate for admin? So something that I'm going to encourage you to do, which I will admit when I was growing and scaling my team, I was not as on point with this as I should have been. but it makes all of the difference because if you see something wasn't profitable, Or if you see something was it makes you and it helps you make better decisions moving forward so something that i want to encourage you guys to do and i'm going to run down kind of our process here is at the end of every project have a debrief whether by yourself or with your team have a debrief and see what was successful about that project in terms of work client satisfaction and of course your profit so when a project is all said and done and you've sent your client exit email take a seat and look at your project make a spreadsheet so what i started doing is for the year i have a spreadsheet for website projects and i have a spreadsheet for our monthly um, clients because you always want to make sure and keep track of your numbers because without numbers you can't grow and you can't succeed so Sit down, create a spreadsheet, and for a project that you just finished, write down the project, write down kind of the scope of work, write down project date, expect, expected end date that the client expected, and then write down was it late or was it on time? If it's on time, that's amazing, that's where you want to be. If the project was late, what why was it late? Was it because the client was late on getting you content? Or copy, was it late because your contractor was late? And once you get more of these projects and say if you had, some things be late. And say it was a contractor. And then you can have a talk with that contractor and be like, hey, what is happening here? We're seeing a pattern. You know, this cannot happen. Deadlines are important. Or if it's on the client side, if they're not getting the content, what can you Do in your onboarding process to make sure that you're going to get that content in on time from the client. So just assess and just see what went really well. What was the client really happy with? How was the client experience? And then also what can you improve for next time, right? If there's something there. So assess that. Then let's get down to the numbers. In your spreadsheet, I want you to make a table for the project total, how much did the client pay, project cost, and project profit, right? So write down how much did the project um, cost for the client. And then below your big totals, break down the cost every little thing, how much did the, d- the designer cost to create this? So I'm, I'm going off of we're a web design agency, obviously. So I'm growing off of our profits. But who did you hire? Who worked on this? How many hours have they worked on it? How many, you know, how much did you pay them per hour? How much did the outsourcing cost you per total? How much did the search engine optimization person cost you? Right? How much time did you put in, for this work? How much time did you put in for the client onboarding? How much time did you put in for the, um, putting in maybe the project into your timeline? How much time did you put in assigning everything for your team, meeting with your team about the project, right? Make sure to include all of that. And what is your hourly rate and make sure to include that in there, right? And if it's taking you a lot of time, maybe that is something else that you can outsource to an admin person, right, or an assistant. And then don't forget, if you're a small business, 20% of your uh, cost, your revenue, 20% of that is going to taxes. And it would be who of you to save for taxes ahead of time, right? So you're you're when it comes to tax time, you're not like, "Oh my god, I have to owe so much money. Like where am I going to pull this money from?" Make sure to list literally every single thing and then take a little bit of admin. Is there anything that you had to pay for platforms, programs, right? Make sure to allocate all of those costs. And then add it all up. So go back to your 3 project main number so we got the project total the project revenue right how much did the client pay then we have the project cost how much the project cost for you to actually do it and a lot of people I've noticed they fail to like if they work on it themselves they don't add it in here they just add like subcontractor or whatever they had to pay for it but add in your time too because You got to pay yourself, right? But then the business also has to profit. You have to view it almost as two separate things, like you're getting paid for what you're doing and then also the business is profiting um, on its own as well, if that makes sense. So once you have the project total, project cost, so um, take away the project cost from the total that the person paid, right? And that is going to be your project profit. Now, when it comes to your profit, to be successful, you want to stay at forty percent margin. Your net profit margin should be at least forty percent or higher. Now, if you want to get give a discount, I would not go below thirty percent. So, if you go onto Google and you type in profit margin calculator, you're, there's going to be a few web pages that you can pop that will pop up that you can click on and you can input your project total, your project cost, and it calculates your net profit for you. Now, start doing this with your previous projects that you've had this year so you can kind of see where you are averaging. So, again, you want to stay at at least 40% profit margin, but you definitely don't want to go thirty below 30%. Like 40% and up, I feel, is like for clients. If someone's out here asking for a, fr- a friend discount or a family discount, whatever it is, do not go past four- 30% because at that point it's not it's not worth it. right? And before you write a proposal, before you write any quotes for anybody, make sure you're plugging these numbers and what's amazing and what's going to be so beneficial for you if you sit down today and you go back to all of your projects that you've worked with this year and you write down all of your numbers you're going to see on average like okay if you have a team it takes this person this amount of time to work on it it takes this person this amount of time to work on it on this type of project right so you can start calculating correctly for future proposals for future projects so that when someone comes to you you're like, okay, you know, on average, this person takes this many hours to work on this type of website. So I can predict to allocate this much money for them. I can predict to allocate this much money for me to spend on onboarding, creating the timeline. Um, I'm going to allocate this much money for admin. I'm going to allocate this much money for uh, taxes. And then before you send that proposal, get that profit margin calculator. Plug in the numbers and make sure you're at 40%. If you're over 40%, that is amazing, good for you. But if you are less than 40%, lift lift that number up, right? (laughs) Uh, Add some more dollars there to get yourself some more profit to make sure that you are a profitable business because... Yeah, it is so great to make a lot of money and a lot of people on Instagram are so flashy. Like I had a 10K month, I had a 20K month, but what was your profit? Just because it was your revenue, you could have a 10K month, but profit 2000. It's crazy out there. So you got to, got to make sure that you are profiting in every single project and you as the business owner, as the leader, you have to Go back at the end of every project and make sure that you are not losing out on money. Okay, that's it, you guys. Short and sweet, but super powerful, jam-packed episode.